Welcome to another episode of Part-Time Nerds. I'm Ray, and with me again, as always, Khan. How's it going, everybody? So this week, we're going to be focusing on the movie that just came out. Well, it just came out for us. We don't know how what, how recent it was for you guys. But it's going to be Avengers the Infinity War. Infinity Wars? In- Avengers Infinity War. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut that out. Uh yeah, so we just got finished watching the movie yesterday, and that was actually our second time again. Yeah, we watched it opening weekend, mm-hmm. and we watched it again the following week. So we've seen it two times, so fresh in our minds. Fresh? Rotten? Oh, Where's it land on the totometer for you, Ray? <laughs> Man, screw the totometer. <laughs> <laughs> so, the damn totometer is just black and white type of rating on a whole nother topic. Yeah, we're not talking about the system. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes is just its own thing. Like I was talking about. <laughs> no, we're not critics. We're not critics. We're just fans. Uh, oh, there he goes. Now you know how we feel about Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ray, go ahead. Uh, I think I have a better idea of how you felt about the movie more than I do. You don't know about You that. go first no. this time. What do you think? I thought it was good. Okay. I don't think it was the best, but I mean, it was really good. I was pleasantly surprised. Oh, so you just escalated to really good. <laughs> no, no, no. I thought it was good. Okay. No, really. Actually, I think it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Damn it. No, because I thought about this. Mm-hmm. Watching it a second time, I liked it even more. Okay. Even though I, I that's like, a good sign. That's a good sign because conversely, with Avengers one, the more I thought about it, I thought worse of it. <laughs> much, much like Rogue One, right? Oh no, Rogue One! <laughs> I've only seen once. <laughs> but yeah, how, how did you? What were your uh, first impressions on Infinity War? Round it up. Infinity War. I felt like it was a summary of every aspect of Marvel movies that I don't like. Oh, and see, but I liked it. What? <laughs> Wait, what? The, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that coming. Wait, so you... Okay, they going. took They took kind of every Marvel trope and focus where I usually roll my eyes at, mm-hmm. but they did it well. For, like with the right characters? Is that what you're saying? We'll, we'll get into uh-huh. that, but kind of that's kind of my general thought over the whole overall movie. Mm-hmm. That's the feeling I got. Like, I feel like I shouldn't like this movie just based on, like, the stuff I felt in the past. Yeah. And, like, when I walked out of the theater the first time... Mm-hmm. I was like, huh, that was pretty good. But I kind of knew that I was going to watch it a second time, and I, I really did feel like watching a second on time a second time, I probably would walk out kind of, yeah. But I actually walked out of the second time yeah, actually right. feeling better okay, about the movie. So, yeah, same, same with me. So, yeah, good on especially, you. <laughs> yeah, especially with Infinity War, because that's a, a very plot-driven type of movie where it's about twists and turns. There wasn't a lot of character development for each character besides the new the new guy himself, Thanos. Yeah. Because everyone was all set up with the previous 18, 19 movies. That, that's a good point. That's one of the things that I'm pretty much talking about is that one of the tropes of the Marvel movies that I don't like is that they don't focus on character. They focus on spectacle. Mm-hmm. So movies like Age of Ultron or Avengers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. The, the, pre, the prior two Avengers movies. That's, okay. That's a good mm-hmm. tie-in. But the, I felt like those movies never focused on the character. Mm-hmm. And they're always more focused on like whatever action scenes they're looking at or like how how much can we escalate this. Yeah. So there's very little character development. So it kind of I want to say like the opposite of Black Panther. Yeah. Where it's character focused and less story focused. Yeah. But that's the difficulty with these mm-hmm. big team movies, mm-hmm. big team superhero movies. There's so many stars that are part of this film. It's hard to develop one character and overlook the other. Yeah. That's the thing. I still hold it as a criticism against this movie. Yeah. But it didn't hurt it as much as I feel felt like it should. Yeah, that's just watching that the movie. That just means how well the Russo brothers executed. Because one of the biggest criticisms I saw when watching the movie is uh-huh. that none of the characters really got that much screen time to really do anything. There was always just like their big moment in the action scene. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. don't know why, but like I'm okay with it with this movie. Yeah. It knew what it wanted to be and it did it well. That's it called didn't. clear direction. <laughs> Actually clear direction from the, the team. Yeah. And then, yeah, the pairings of the groups for each of the subplots, they were just perfectly paired, all the groups, like, say, the Guardians and Thor, and then Rocket and Thor, and then Iron Man and Doctor Strange and Spider-Man. Okay. You got Captain America with Black Panther and War Machine, you know, all those different uh, subplots mm-hmm. before they all come together at the end. See, that's I don't agree with that statement, though. Oh, you don't like the groups. No, 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 no. What I don't agree with is that it all came together in the end, because it didn't. The Iron Man group that was on Titan, Thor was the only one that made it back. Oh, okay, no, that's what. I, okay, yeah, so like, I didn't mean it like so. That, but, no, okay, but but yeah. what I'm saying is that as an Avengers movie, yeah, the one thing that you like it absolutely needs to have is having all the Avengers all in one spot mm-hmm. at some point, and yep. the movie never did that. Yeah, I believe that's they're setting it up for the OG Avengers to come in the second film, the ones who actually survived. Is there, is there a second film? We don't know. It's oh, a standalone is. movie. No. Oh, yeah. That's that's the tagline. They're running a standalone movie. Yeah. It's like the other movie doesn't even have a release date. No, yet, it's, right? next, it's next. They're done. Huh? It's next year. It's next year. I think they're already done with all the true majority of the filming. It's all just reshoots and final touches and post-production. Oh, okay. They're already done. I, di- I didn't know they were, it was like set for I was, I, I was honestly expecting like four or five more Marvel movies before oh, no. they even... There's, I believe there are only two. Was it Captain Marvel or Miss Marvel? The Wasp. And the Wasp. That's it. Or Ant-Man and the Wasp. So it directly goes into the next uh, uh, next Avengers movie, Avengers 4. Okay. And that's originally it was titled Avengers Infinity War Part 1, Avengers and Infinity War Part 2. And that didn't go well with the fans? <laughs> no, they, apparently they decided to change the names, and they the second one they're actually hiding the true title mm-hmm. until people, you know, get to see the first Infinity War movie. Yeah, and uh, as I understand it, when they decided to not make it a two-part movie, ish, they actually kind of reworked the first movie to kind of stand alone on its own to a certain. Oh yeah, degree. that's what they were. That's what they were saying. And I don't know if they uh, for like a mid true or not for but. for like a mid production change. I mm-hmm. think they relatively closed it up pretty well. Yeah, because that yeah that was their point. Like oh yeah, it should be mm-hmm. uh, closed well. Yeah, because it didn't end on a own movie. it didn't end on a cliffhanger. It ended on a failure. Kind of like a cliffhanger, but at the same time, it looks yeah Thanos won. Look, boom, done, it's over. I guess you could say he was better than us. Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> that was bad for cutting I know, that out. That, that, <laughs> It probably sounded good in your head. No, no, it's good. I'm sticking with <laughs> no, okay. it. Okay. Uh, yeah, so the movie ended on a failure, and I kind mm-hmm. of like it's a good change of pace for all these, you know, happy go lucky Marvel movies. No, yeah, that's a, it's extremely a good thing. <laughs> extremely? Yeah. You're using a lot of hyperbole, man. It was really good. No, no it was really good. <laughs> the fact that Thanos, one, achieved his goal, mm-hmm. his purpose of eliminating half the population, and he won, and Avengers lost. Yeah, let's touch on Thanos a little bit, and uh, we talked a little bit about this here or there. Yeah. We walked away from the movie feeling like Thanos was way more developed than we ever would have guessed. Yes, and I think a lot to do with that is the fact that I didn't expect much. Mm-hmm. I expected, since he was, especially since he was just going to be a straight-up CGI character, mm-hmm. that... Um, no mocap? No, it's mocap. I okay. mean, you know what I mean? Where the whole... It's not a human, full human character it's portraying not, him on the It's not somebody itself. in makeup. Yeah. Like, you know, like, say, Vision or... Yeah, they didn't tape a ball sack of a nutsack to his chin. <laughs> <laughs> so that obviously helps when you have the bar not set extremely high. Right, because from all the footage we've seen from all, like, the end credit scenes of, like, sneak peeks of Thanos, mm-hmm. he always seemed like just, oh, he's the world destroyer. Yeah, he's a big guy. He's just a bad guy. 
just evil by nature. That's what we were led to believe. Yeah. And I felt like they did a really good job of like kind of making him Desc- think the way he thinks. Yeah, describing and developing his motivations properly. Yeah, I mean, it obviously, sense. it's a... Uh, yeah. I mean, he's in- it's insane. It's drastic. Yeah. But drastic, I get it. Drastic, insane, but... For him, it makes sense. He's that's why he's called the Mad Titan. So I mean, like every the, single time you walk through a crowd, you have the same thought as Thanos, right? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> the four hundred five. So what happens? Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe Thanos has a no. I'm okay. <laughs> what else did you like about uh, Thanos the character? Or how, okay, first of all, how did you feel about the actual CGI mocap of the character on screen? I was okay with the CGI. He looked okay, but yeah. his character design, I just wasn't a fan of. Yeah, okay, yeah. He just looked bad. Yeah, his, ex- he, his expressions looked look good. He from- looked convincing, but he just looked bad. He does look a lot different from, like, all the Thanoses we've seen. Yeah. Like, his chin is way more defined, and there's, like, way more wrinkles in it. Mm-hmm. And it just, it looked weird. Yeah. Compared to, like, like the fr- when was the first time we saw Thanos in the Guardians? Was it Guardians or was it Avengers 1? I think it may be Avengers 1. Oh right, because oh yeah, because yeah, yeah, because Iron Man threw the nuke up there. I think he looked way better then than he did now. But back then, they they hadn't casted a Brolin. Yeah, they haven't. They Josh Brolin. He hadn't didn't. cast him, so obviously the character's gonna change. Say, yeah. But I don't know. I, I I just wasn't feeling the way he looked. And on top of that, the expressions he had though, it looked really no. He's well. a good actor. Oh, it was captured from Brolin. Yeah. Facial wise, yeah. he was. Well, let's say nose up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw the eyes and. The eyebrows, that was, mm-hmm. was a good look. Yeah, but I just, I don't know. Maybe it's the chin. I'm, I'm, I'm with Peter Quill on this one. I'm not a fan of the ball, oh, no, yeah, the the ball section. No, yeah, the chin was bad. I think they were just trying to emphasize the chin because that was iconic look for Thanos Okay, and the an, comics. Another thing about Ga- Thanos' design, I really did like the way he looked in his armor. Yeah, why did they? But the whole movie was just him in like his t-shirt and Yeah, he had the pants. armor when he fought Hulk and that was it. Yeah. And like, then he just took it off. He's just like in his casual clothes all the time the entire movie. left it in like, the ship when it blew up and that's there goes the <laughs> armor <laughs> you, look, you look way more menacing in the armor mm-hmm. you know the gold yeah they look really nice in the armor i don't know why they threw away the armor purple and gold man know, Lakers. Purple, purple and gold baby <laughs> <laughs> i felt like that was the wrong choice i mean it's like it's not even the decision that had to be made just yeah. give him his armor i know he's especially like, in the war he's in this bout you think he'd have some kind of protection. I know he has the Infinity Stones, but come on. I get why they took his armor off, though, for some scenes, like like his scenes with Gamora. Yeah. They're trying to envision him as more of like a relatable, loving character. So mm-hmm. like, I feel like that's more easy to identify when he's just in like regular clothes. Mm-hmm. More of like a dad figure instead of being in his armor. Yeah. So like when he's with Gamora, I get all that. Well, you could take things off and on, you know? E- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like after he got the uh, the Soul Stone, yeah. what was the next scene we saw with Thanos? After killing uh, yeah, Gamora. Was, well, the Sacrifice next time we saw him, was it like on Titan? On Titan. You you literally could have put like his armor back on like off screen and have yeah. him show up in his armor on Titan. Would've, I wouldn't have blinked Yeah, a bit. Wouldn't, it wouldn't, wouldn't have mattered. Uh, yeah. Although I think that uh, the only possible like plot hold of that is that i don't think he was expecting to find anybody yeah, when he went to titan that's true but you could say he's prepared you know he has his armor his yeah. defense is up because you never know what could have happened right so i mean but yeah they decided not to use his armor oh and a quick note i'm gonna be saying a lot of negative things i don't get why because i like the movie but no that, that, that makes but sense. no 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 but here's the thing i can't think of why i like the movie i just liked it <laughs> <laughs> for the most it part. was enjoyable that's what yeah. the things with these marvel films you always when you watch it with your friends too you just come out of it mm-hmm. enjoying it yeah it's a nice little spectacle a couple hours and boom yeah so i don't over the course of however god knows however many movies they've had 
they've never really explained like kind of the qualities of the infinity stones yeah it's pretty vague yeah so like in this movie Mm -hmm. for the most part they're just portrayed as like you know non-sentient beings they're just rocks that give people power Mm -hmm. but then for some reason the soul stone needs like this whole ritual so Pretty like, hard to explain. I don't understand. Yeah, so either. like the soul stone, you need to go through all this stuff to like prove that you're worthy and all that. And then it just magically appears. Yeah, but then all the other stones, they're just like, he just picks them up, grabs yeah. them from people, yeah, throws it on. You get your dragon so radar. Like, you find it's like, bo- it's the, the, my problem with it was the inconsistency between like the characterization of the stones. Yeah. Like, are they sentient or do they care or are they just literally just objects of power? Yeah, but for me though, that didn't really bother me much. It was just one of those things. It's like, oh, a comic book, superhero film. It's just a random object. You're you're being too easy. (laughs) (laughs) In that case, the focus was on everything else, so I I didn't mind that. Obviously, that's a negative for Mm me. I mean, that's a very slight, well, small slight. For me, it's like I don't need them to flesh it out. I just need them to be consistent with it. That's the only reason why. That's true, but at the same time, I I don't know anything about the the comics. But yeah, you should explain it in the film itself. I guess. And like what I'm saying is irrelevant of what the comic book backstory is. No, no, yeah. The movie needs to be consistent with itself. Here's the other thing. How does Thanos and all his minions just like automatically zoom to where the stones' locations are? Do they have some kind of like dragon radar? Oh, which one? All of them. They just instantly know where every single stone is. Like, okay, for example, it's obviously explained that Thanos knows there's two stones on Earth. Yeah, that's two. Right. But here's the thing. How does his minions just show up and know exactly where on Earth they are? Well, I know they talked about how, oh, they, they could sense this power. Like this energy, but I, that means you need at least one of the other stones. Because you know how uh, mind stone, Vision's Mind Stone, he was able to feel the presence of another stone coming or some kind of energy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, initially, though, I don't know how they were finding the first stones. Yeah, it's Well, just... I know, but they try and explain it in that, oh, look, Gamora and Nebula, been, they've, they are one of the children of Thanos trying to search th- throughout mm-hmm. the galaxy, throughout the universe. So they, have, they could find and gather information here and there from their... Right, minions, right, but, but the, like information stuff, like that—that's that, yeah. on the scale of like knowing which planet it's on. Mm-hmm. But like once you get to Earth, you can't just like go straight exactly to like the latitude and longitude of where the stone is. That was my problem. But like, how do they? How are they tracking all these stones? It's Obviously, just, it's not clearly fleshed out all the way, but it's so tough to. It's for that, just for me, they, it's just uh, another slight. Yeah, it's like an immersion. Yeah, thing but for me, I was even unimmersed because of that. I mean, I watch all these other types of movies and mm-hmm. just. You know, crazy fantasy, supernatural things. Like that didn't bother me as much. <laughs> no, that that's fine. That's no, that's interesting. I mean, to me, that that means it was a good, really good movie. If that, if those are your gripes, you think they're that's nit- a pretty damn you think, good movie. You think they're nitpicking? Yeah, that's a pretty good movie. If that's what you're. I mean, that's about. fair. That's Again, good. I like the movie. Okay, it's a floating line. You know, if I don't notice it, then you're good. <laughs> if I notice it, it's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we know where you're coming from. So all these types of criticisms make sense. It makes sense to me now. Well, it makes sense. <laughs> That's you. It makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let that slide. We don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get back to Infinity War. <laughs> okay, okay, more more since we're on a logical tangent here. Yeah. Okay, you mentioned like when they first found Vision, like in Scotland. Scotland. So wait, that's not don't, okay. don't do that. <laughs> so Scotland and uh, Scarlet Witch are fighting two of the uh, oh, two of the children of Thanos. Yeah, go ahead. I get that like they got a cheap shot on Vision, but I feel like Scarlet Witch alone is pretty powerful. But like, okay, they establish, okay, these two together are kind of a match for Scarlet Witch, or she's struggling a little bit. And then, like, you know, Captain America, Black Widow, and uh, Falcon just all come in and instantly just... You, that one's... That's explainable. Easily explainable. Besides the... Besides the element of surprise. Besides the element of surprise, 
Scarlet Witch is extremely powerful, but mm-hmm. it, it, it fe- I feel like she's not really mastered it, especially when she's overwhelmed. The children that I don't know the name of the character that she was fighting. That character was overwhelming her mm-hmm. up close. If if you're uh, fighting her at range, you're gonna get destroyed. She mm-hmm. has all that time to do her little hand magic, and then boom, you're gone. Here she was overwhelming Scarlet Witch on the front line. She can't do hand to hand combat. She was pretty much just playing defense the whole time because of all that aggro. I still don't see how Black Widow can essentially take one of Thanos' children on her own for like a good, for the most part of the fight. It was literally two exchanges. She got an element of surprise um, slap to the leg. And then uh, that was pretty much, she bl- She had a block and then Captain America came in to help and save her. No, but I know the part of it, the thing I know this this stems from, you hate, Scar- no, no. You hate uh, Scarlett Johansson and you I, hate Chris Evans. And or uh, what's her name? Black Widow and no, uh, no, Captain no, no, America. No, 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 no. This is what we're going <clears> to <throat> I know the where you're coming from because... I feel like you see this, see this as a possible flaw, but you want to justify it to yourself because you like Captain America, so you come no, up no, with no. it. No, no, no. Actually, <laughs> Captain America's broken. If you saw at the end, he held Thanos's gaunt. He was Thanos was surprised that he held his own, and then he just used his other free arm and knocked out Captain America. I don't remember Thanos being surprised. I saw that as Thanos just being like, Shh, "No," he was here. like, "What? I have six stones in my, or five? Was it five? Yeah, five stones in my gauntlet, and he's holding it back." imbalance of power that's you know it's it's dragon ball super <laughs> dragon ball super you know issues <laughs> but i will say black widow in this movie mm-hmm. she was probably the best she's ever been <laughs> she had very few fight scenes but the thing is the fight scenes mm-hmm. that she saw i wasn't watching her fight scenes and just like rolling my eyes all the stuff she's doing i feel i felt like it was like realistic and it was cut you know relatively well it wasn't like these crazy super cuts trying to pretend like she's like flipping around these guys doing like 180s mm-hmm. or everything. It, I felt like they grounded her combat a lot more and I did feel like, you know, it's a lot better oh, man. this time around. This is crazy. We're just like super nitpicking this movie. <laughs> oh my. What, do you, oh, mean? Yeah, how do, you... what do you mean nitpicking? I'm giving her a good thing. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> what's the other? The Hulk? Hmm? How'd you feel about the Oh, the Hulkbuster was egregious. Oh yeah, horrible CGI. Bad. Yep, when he's just floating around like he's a liquid being in his Hulkbuster. It looks like he just inserted it at the end. That's pretty bad. Yeah, but I felt like no, the the Hulkbuster armor itself didn't look bad to me. Oh no, yeah, sorry. I meant just the sequence when the helmet was off and you saw Bruce. Oh, you're nitpicking. That was a three second cut. (laughs) No, there's the there was the point where uh, at the end when all the. Avengers who survived were just standing there in shock. You weren't supposed to be looking at Hulk. You were supposed to be looking at Captain America, looking at the ground. No, I'm just right? doing your thing F- too. Focus. Then I'm looking at them like, wow. And then I see this guy at the, the yeah. background. So like, ah. it, it's not the Hulkbuster CGI that you have a problem with. It's the yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the blend of like him being in the Hulkbuster. It just looked floaty. Yeah. And like there was that one little shot of like Thor flying up into the sky, getting ready to throw his hammer, mm-hmm. and it looked like the Matrix reloaded. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I hate how they, yeah. they and always had a CGI like that's that that's stuff. the type of thing that bugs me is that you, they could they, they could, could easily use, wire use a, him up yeah. and use a green screen. Yeah, exactly. At least you have the body, the real body. There yeah, like what you need to make it. realistic looking is not the landscape because, yeah. like, relatively speaking, it's way harder to make a human CGI more convincing. Yeah, that's why I hate because they. Yeah, you're right. They could just wired them up. Yeah, they should have just wired up and have them throw somebody. something. And yeah, they but didn't need to like do this weird neo thing. So. Again, like two second shot. <laughs> yeah. Man, you're right, but those things add up. You're right. Yep. Just like uh, Iron, I didn't like Iron Man's armor. I like the stuff he did when he fought Thanos on Titan. You didn't like Titan? You yeah, didn't Titan. like the look of the armor. I didn't like the look of the armor. And yeah, it was. He looked kind of pudgy. Yeah, not just the look, but again, the whole <laughs> over CGI of Iron Man's armor compared to the old films. But I'm a lot more. It is. I'm a lot more willing to co- <laughs> to like forgive how nimble and CGI he is in this. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. It makes but, sense because the nanotech would make him a lot more flexible than, like, a regular yeah. Iron Man suit typically yeah, would no, be. Yeah, no, you're right. It's just the whole, again, CGI looking like Thor when he jumps up. So, like, literally, the you were just talking about, like, visually speaking, you didn't, they, you don't think they put enough detail into it to make it look, like, real. I know he had his own armor, physical set, but there's a lot of CGI uh, over-processing on top. Because, you know, because I always compare it to Iron Man 1, the Iron Man 1 suits, and then Iron Man 2 when he had the, the suitcase suit, glow armor. <laughs> <laughs> it's always nice to have a physical prop. Just Everyone tells me Iron Man 2 isn't that bad. They always bring up the suit. I'm like, that suit? That suitcase suit is not enough to save that movie. I'm <laughs> I know, but sorry, it's cool, you though. can't say that. No, yeah, but it's cool, though. <laughs> I like that. But, I mean, okay, so aside from the actual CGI work they did in it, how did you feel about Green Lantern Iron Man? <laughs> oh, that was sick. I actually like Green Lantern Iron Man. Yeah, he was sick. The shield, I mean, the sword. Let's be honest here. All the, stuff he's, all the stuff he's morphing, that's Green Lantern's power. Yeah, <laughs> Come that's on. so sick. The shield, When he brought the up the shield, the hammer. And when his leg just got a little bigger to plant it on the ground and do a super powerful <laughs> boost kick. That was, yeah, yeah, and then like, he, oh, he, he morphed him together to make a big old thruster. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is sick. <laughs> so you felt like it was good. Yeah, that part I liked. Yeah. That was fine. I actually Obviously. really liked that. My favorite moment was when he's fighting like the kind of the priest son of Thanos. The first okay. fight, and he has like all the nano suits <laughs> fly directly out of him, and they yeah. sh- they form like this. <laughs> they form the the mobile suit Gundam <laughs> extra armor stuff that's just floating around. <laughs> and it's not ridiculous to imagine because Iron Man does have a, like a nanotech. It's actually more ridiculous in the comics mm-hmm. because Iron Man's oh, really? nanotech is, I believe, in his bloodstream. Oh my goodness! Obviously, these movies are always going to escalate in terms of Iron Man's power. That's just yeah. what they do. Or else he's going to get destroyed by all these crazy right. alien beings. <laughs> but like, where where are they get where are you going to go from here? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's going to die in the next one. So. Mm-hmm. You you want to get real nitpicky though? Oh, okay. Iron going. Man. Suit. Oh, we might as well. This is, you got it. Iron Man suit. So like, it's all contained in his like little chest thing, right? Yeah. Just rip it out. No, no, no. But <laughs> the, the thing is, they made his suit transformation require his jacket. Oh, yeah. yeah he like, did he the, had to pull the, like a parachute. Yeah. And <laughs> like, wait, wait. If the whole suit is combined into the thing, mm-hmm. what's the point of it, of you having to wear this jacket all the time in order to activate the suit? That doesn't make sense he to really me. He likes the colors. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even a nice looking jacket. <laughs> oh, what I really like, again, going back to that first scene, mm-hmm. well, first major fight sequence. Okay. The big Earth scene, the Earth, the Earth fight scene. Yeah, when the big ship. That was so sick. The whole shot, the whole twenty-second f- sequence, when uh, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Jr. slowly walks to the door, exits. Things are just going crazy. There's a bunch of hysteria. People going nuts. Cars crashing into each other. It's not even just the fact that it's a one shot. It was the mm. way it was, it was shot, going about following uh, mm. the character. That shot, it didn't you even didn't care, huh? I no, I didn't even notice it. Oh, see, that's the difference between yeah. Me liking it a lot, and <laughs> that's fine. No, no, I just wanted to add that. No, let's get it. You, no, I get it. Wind, you, you like no, so. you like camera tech and stuff like that, and I like actual plot in my movies, but it's it's okay. It wasn't even camera tech. It was really like <laughs> camera technique. <laughs> I I get what you like of that though. No, I just like I just like that the whole chaos, shot. the mm-hmm. chaas of the moment of yeah, revealing setting of the, the tone of that. Oh man, New York's having it again. Yeah, I just wanted to point that. Out. I I really like that scene. <laughs> okay, that's good. All that's, right. all, that's all. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah, that's fine. I'll cut it out. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. We're talking about Infinity War here, man. We're not talking about Dunkirk, all yeah, right? Yeah, it was Infinity War. Just, I was like, you could do that? That's okay, cool. No, that's cool. I mean, 
they're good directors. They're yeah. they're capable of that. Kind so of they're shot. brothers though. How the hell that work? Isn't that the Matrix? They're brothers too, right? The Wachowskis. Yeah. Yeah, it's like kind of how we do this show, where like I I do all the work, but then I pretend like you're included, <laughs> and then you're like oh, then we just get throw the credit in. You know, oh, it's man. fine. Which Russo brothers uh, yeah, carrying that? Oh boy, <laughs> it's cool because like you know you, you're like the more morale support. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that type of thing works. <laughs> oh yeah, since you're saying you you were liking the plot a lot, let's let's go into. Well, I didn't say I liked the plot. Oh, okay, never mind. Let's no, talk sure. about the Infinity War plot. How do you feel about the whole setup? in that movie how do you feel about are it? are you talking about pacing let's talk about oh no no, just the the actual plot itself say gamora dying how would you feel about oh okay um yeah thanos sacrificing gamora in order to get the soul stone nothing in the movie shocked me mm-hmm. i felt like the plot was serviceable yeah. to, to set up the action scenes okay uh, I, I understand that the, all these avengers movies are always going to be about the action scenes mm-hmm and the difference between this movie and Age of Ultron is that Age of Ultron didn't have the plot to back up the action. Yeah, because I actually think Age of Ultron had really good action, really good action scenes. Some stuff. of the CGI was questionable, but the action yeah. scenes itself was yeah, done the really well. Of itself, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like you said, the plot didn't back it up. And this type of movie was again, it, it knew what it had to do to make a good movie. I didn't have any problems mm-hmm. with the plot. Yeah, and I wasn't in shock, even though yeah, the fifty percent of the population was essentially perish. That didn't shock me, but the whole sequence of who, who are they going to take right now? Are they going to take out mm-hmm. Iron Man? You know, the whole sequence with Iron Man getting stabbed. You know, they were trying to trick you there, nah. saying, oh, here we go. He's going to die. Oh, he didn't. Okay, that's cool. And then they immediately cut to back to Wakanda, to Captain America. Like, oh, they're foreshadowing he's going to die then, because one of these guys are supposed to be gone. And They kept all the most expensive actors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the time stone's a problem. No, oh, that's, a, that's a huge problem. <laughs> Doctor Strange telling tony hey if i'm put in a situation where i have to save the time stone mm-hmm. or you you or the kid mm-hmm. spider-man i'm gonna choose the time stone that thing is freaking overpowered just get rid of that thing once you get this whole avengers three and four out of the way revive you know obviously spider-man black panther right that's why stuff like that why i want to put it in my top five. Oh, oh but then God. there's this movie called thor ragnarok <laughs> <laughs> no but how did you feel about the movie the first time Walking out of the movie the first time, I felt like when I walked out of Avengers. Oh, okay. It's like, yeah, the plot was was meh, but it was good set up for the action. Mm. It was like, yeah. But like this, it closes so many little plot holes for me that I felt like, oh, that kind of pushes into a good movie. That's another good thing about this movie. It's so impressive. After 19, 20 movies, they were able to close all the holes as tightly as possible, like we said earlier. I felt like they did a good enough job to turn it into a standalone movie where this is like, oh, you, you stop. We stopped the movie midway. You wait till next year. It was more like, oh, they failed. Yeah. That's yeah, the right. end of this movie. That's, That's the end of this plot line. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do the next one? We don't know. But it wasn't kind of a tease situation. It was like, oh, you win some, you lose some situation at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Thanos won. All those people are dead. A mm-hmm. lot of the Avengers are gone. You're especially your favorite ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much every Avenger I like is gone yeah. except for Iron Man. <laughs> except, no, actually, um, speaking of characters, like we said, most of the characters in this movie didn't get much screen time or development, mm-hmm. with the exception of Thanos. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, my favorite plot line in the movie was Thor. <laughs> oh, I know. That's why Thor is... I don't know, Ragnarok, man. <laughs> oh, my God. After, that was the turn. You can't do that. That was the point. <laughs> Where they turned around and said, you know what? Thor's cool. <laughs> Thor's cool in the MCU. Yeah, and it's not like not that much happened to Thor, but it's like yeah. his moments were really powerful. Mm-hmm. Especially his uh, exchange with Rocket, talking about all, all the people he's lost, all the close and loved ones he's lost. And I can't mourn right now completely. I got to I gotta get that axe and mm-hmm. defeat Thanos. Yeah, you think they timed this movie for uh, the release of God of War? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I have to look into it. I don't even really know. Um, like Thor didn't have a good plot line, but it had really good moments. 
Like he's like when he's like, oh, I'm just gonna hold the star open. <laughs> Time to flex. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the star needs to be open. Sun's out, guns out. <laughs> Yeah, that's too good. <laughs> uh, that was a great moment. And then, like, um, when uh, when Thor's like knocked out, and like uh, Tyrion Lannister's like, I need the handle. And uh, <laughs> where's the handle? Little, little teen Groot just walks up. I got this. <laughs> I, I thought, oh, that's awesome. I could put my video game down for yeah. a second. For for me, it felt like it made the hammer or the axe more than just like another weapon. It was like it's a personal piece of the character, and where mm-hmm. it actually means something. It's not just yeah. another you know secret like, fiend destroying weapon. Mm-hmm it ties in a character's lore and I felt like that was a really good move on their part. And he could call it back, right? Like Molinier. He, he could just yeah. call it. Cool, cool. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, you saw him do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the look of the axe is a different situation. <laughs> yeah, I don't know because the whole handle itself. I didn't... I, I like the look of the handle. Oh, you do? I really like do. Like Root's uh, yeah. handle? My, my yeah, problem like the... with it, it's just too big. Okay. It's not like a slick one-handed axe where you throw it and you come oh, back. Oh, because you like, like that whole slick, you know, a lot of movement, freedom. Fluidity. Yeah, and uh, this thing, it's more of like, I don't know, like a halberd deal. Yeah, there it is. A, with halberd, two hands. a halberd, yeah, you're right. And I feel like just as an action thing with him swimming its two hands, it just doesn't, doesn't look as badass as it could. Yeah. yeah, like the movement of and choreography and fluidity of the axe itself. Yeah, it just looks a little bulky, but I mean, it's Thor. Yeah. It's Thor, dude. <laughs> I think you can see handle those, you it. You see those guns? <laughs> <laughs> Move aside, Chris Evans. Look at these guns. <laughs> and that haircut. I can't. Oh, uh, man. Can't, can't oh, hate. yeah. He, they brought the, the cape back. Right. They oh, didn't man. really explain. I'm okay with that. I'm fine. Because, like, Thor is... Thor, man. <laughs> he's just like, he just needs to look good. I need my cape. I need it's, my cape. They never made it so, like, Thor's cape is part of his power, so I'm fine. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, that's part of his You probably found it laying around yeah. while they were making the, the axe. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, while we're on Thor's plot line, yeah, little more nitpick stuff. They made it such a big deal about the these dwarves being the best like smiths mm-hmm. in the galaxy, and like Thanos went through all this trouble of like cutting the last dwarf's hands off so that he can't do anything. Mm-hmm. And one one of the things that kind of bugged me was that like they made such a big deal about these guys being such good smiths but in the end it was just little just a matter of turning on the star no, i know yeah pouring it into the mold and then like breaking the mold i'm like okay so what makes these dwarves so good other than they happen to be the guys running this machine with the star oh i think no i think they kind of explain it whether it's a good explanation or not they attempted to they're saying it's not a thor was telling him the dwarf right it's not about your hands it's about your mind yeah meaning he already has the design in mind you just got to mold it but the mold was already there too so it wasn't even his mind though <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he could have done it prior. It yeah, design. it's it's kind of one of those little details where, like, <laughs> even if they did like explain it more, it would have cost too much screen time. I mean, that's I something that like for him. a book. You know, that's why books are perfect for that kind of thing. Yeah, but I mean, come on, what's his name? Damn, what's, what's his Tyrion's name? name? Tyrion? Oh, oh yeah, what's his name in the movie? I don't know. His name. I know he's from New Jersey, but I can't remember. P- Peter Dinklage. Oh, I thought you were talking about the character. In no, the movie. Peter Dinklage. <laughs> the, Peter Dinklage. Yeah, Peter Dinklage. That one's that one was a little on the nose, but he did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? He's in this. I didn't even know he was in this movie. Yeah. Well, he wasn't that. Yeah, he wasn't. But he he did a good job, like selling his, like the genocide of his people. Yeah, and he's like, "Your life is yours, but your hands are mine." I felt like that was a really powerful moment. Yeah, and I was like, "Whoa, that this movie got heavy." <laughs> yeah, what else is there? Um, how did you feel about like uh, Peter Quill and Gamora's plot line? No, I like that too. Okay, whether it's did you believe? Uh, do you think it was believable that he he pulled the trigger? Yes. Yes, yes, I really do. Okay, same here. I feel, I uh-huh. feel the same way. But I just felt like 
Yeah, it's pretty cool too. Thanos saying, "I like mm-hmm. you" at the end. Yeah, so, like, oh, yeah <laughs> respect. Yeah, respect. My my problem with it is, I do feel like it was believable, but they mm-hmm. didn't uh, spend enough time with Peter Quill and Gamora because I mean, in the first Guardians and two Guardians of the Galaxy movies, they they were always like flirting and stuff, but they never really made it explicit that they really care about each other. No, I think they did. In the second one, they they definitely did though. Well, that just shows you how forgettable the second oh. movie was. No, but the whole idea, yeah. But the thing- like, I felt like that moment where Peter Quill finally makes his decision to shoot Gamora. Mm-hmm. It didn't hit me emotionally enough because oh, they really? didn't. I felt like they didn't spend enough time with Peter Quill and Gamora to, for me to care about their relationship. The thing is, I think I think they did. The problem again, though, mm-hmm. with this movie, it's not a standalone movie. You mm-hmm. have to watch the other ones to get the most out of Infinity War. Right, and but my problem is my memory of Guardians of the Galaxy. I didn't yeah. feel like that was and established enough. Uh, no, exactly. I mean, that's obviously, obviously, like they like each other, they yeah. love each other, but like in the context of the movie, I felt like. Yeah. For some reason, that moment didn't hit me as hard as it should. No, that's the problem, you know, with these movies, these super like, big team movies. And for example, that like literally 30 seconds before when Gamora stabbed like the image of Thanos, I felt like that moment hit really hard for me. So I don't, I don't know where the line is, yeah. but like that was a strong moment for me. But the Peter Quill shooting Gamora thing wasn't. It just means, yeah, you forget, yeah, you, it didn't stick with you because Guardians yeah. Steel wasn't as good. But I mean, that's one of the problems that comes up with mm-hmm. a movie like this where you don't look at us, we didn't make that movie. Where you have to, <laughs> they have to. Um, essentially depend on all the past 18 19 whatever movies because to do a movie like this you have to do the setup or you would do the justice league route you see what happens mm-hmm. you can't just rush it all quick quick question for you mm-hmm. uh marvel lore star lord's dad versus thanos who who wins oh, thanos dude really yeah i mean obviously yeah, peter quill could beat that guy i mean not thanos like thanos with one stone <laughs> thanos with oh, one thanos stone, one stone. <laughs> no you can't obviously nobody beats thanos with six stones <laughs> We don't know yet. We don't know yet. Yeah, Are you sure about that? You see Avengers 4? <laughs> you see Captain America hold him back for like five seconds? <laughs> oh, that's another thing. They didn't spend enough time with Captain America and uh, Black Panther. They didn't spend any time with them. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, man, because they can't do anything super special in terms of magical spectacle powers. I swear they spent more time with Captain America and Black Panther in the trailer than they did in the movie. Yeah, or, get, or exactly this, the same amount of time. That's get it. this man a shield. That was it. That was the whole... Oh, man. Speaking of Captain America, I did not like his two gauntlet shield things. Yeah, I wish I thought he was going to give him his like a rebuilt a new vibranium shield or like a black shield. Yeah, a black vibranium shield. Yeah. But no, it's like these weird two... punching gauntlet things. Missed, op- it's like, missed opportunity. Even if yeah. I don't like Captain America, I've admitted that before, but yeah. like to not have Captain America do his thing. Yeah, especially with this. Feel, this feels whole... like feels wrong for Captain America Especially fans. when there's like like 50,000 enemies on the screen you could you think they could have done some cool spectacle shield combo or something yeah like he throws it but one no. of my favorite moments in uh, age of ultron mm-hmm. is uh when cap just throws up the shield and thor slams it with his hammer oh, and yeah. just ricochets off everyone like a <laughs> pinball machine <laughs> no, there was none of that yeah. so like captain america was relegated to like a melee guy yeah same with uh black panther they didn't spend much time well, black it. panther got nothing yeah nothing just absolutely except nothing. when he was gathering his army and everybody for the whole frontal defense to be that was it to be fair black panther was the most recent movie yeah they finally felt like they gave him enough screen time oh probably at that point they're like yeah because no exactly they didn't mm-hmm. think oh wow we're gonna break so many records with black panther <laughs> <laughs> but on the bright side they also didn't focus on black panther's like kinetic shield yeah. deal yeah, you saw it a couple times, and then yeah, but like they use it a good effect where it's like, oh, it's connect shield, but then it just busts through it. Yeah, and it overloads like, it doesn't it. matter what. It, yeah, yeah, it's so powerful. It just yeah, you're right. Like you said, overloads that connect mm-hmm. shield. <laughs> yeah, for the most part, he just had like his regular clean suit, so I, I like that yeah, a lot. But yeah. the, he just, love that clean suit. He didn't get any action scenes. Yeah, him and Captain. And so like, come on, man, Russo brothers, come on, you did this last yeah, time. Yeah, Winter Soldier in Civil War, he could have done something cool for him. Mm-hmm. You're like, nope. <laughs> yeah, just chance. 
You did a good job. We'll get you next time. Maybe. Hey, you think they're going to get tired of all these Marvel movies? The Russo brothers? You think they... Have they done anything in between? I don't think so. They've been filming back to back to back all these. You got Winter Soldier, Civil War, and then Infinity War 1, and then 2. Uh, I think they'll want to close out the loop on their work. Yeah, this one. And then you think they're going to do another one? I don't feel After like this Avengers one. 4? This one, as I felt like it did a good enough job to be a standalone movie, but I don't think like this. I don't think they would want to end their end on this note. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they already filmed it four, but I mean, oh, after okay, that, okay, after okay. That. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't blink an eye if there was the last one. Because I'm afraid, it just it can only go downhill from here. Just I mean, because after that one, and you're just doing the same thing so many times. I mean, so. how many other Marvel characters are there, really? <laughs> <laughs> so, like on points of moments, just not quite hitting for me. Mm-hmm. The final end scene with uh, everyone's deaths. Everyone where he just naps yeah. and like half the population disintegrates. Oh, you didn't like how they uh, no. executed on it? No, because like literally the only character that got any time was Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Aside from Spider-Man, everyone else was just like, oh, mid-sentence, then they fade. Mm-hmm. And I felt like when you're going to escalate something to this mass of a scale where half your heroes die, I felt like, oh, okay, well, now they're just going to fade away. And it's just, none of the moments hit for me because they didn't spend enough time. No, you're right. They should have done They more. didn't give anybody any emotional moments. They're besides, just like... Besides Spider-Man. Yeah, like, okay, so like when Bucky walks up to Cap and he just fades and Cap's just like, oh, shoot. Yeah. And then they cut away. And it's like, okay, like you spent so much time building up this relationship between Cap and Bucky and you don't give him any screen time to like react or anything like that. If you're going to spend this much time like on this scale killing everybody... And I walked away feeling like, oh, that wasn't that intense of a yeah, moment. Yeah, because it could have been a solid 10, 15 seconds for each death. Yeah. And that's not even a minute. Yeah. and I mean, I f- A little over a minute, and it would have been fine. And it was just like, okay, on a mask, I, f- I should feel a lot more impact than I did. Mm-hmm. Obviously, one of, the, uh, one of the parties behind us did not feel that way because she was bawling, yeah. dude. Because I think the idea was... <laughs> Just the plot, the whole plot twist. They were focusing on that instead of the emotional reaction. Right, but the girl behind us was like, oh, but she felt it. I guess she felt it. <laughs> like, oh man, I wish that was you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know that means you really love this film. <laughs> right. But all that being said, the exception is Spider-Man with Iron Man. Yeah, Ooh, was, he was, was good. good. <laughs> Again, because also the reason because why that was so good is because Homecoming was so good. Right, they and, built that relationship there. Yeah, and what I'm, what I was about to say is the reason why I felt like Spider-Man was the only one that got an emotional death scene. Is they you flash back to Spider Man Homecoming when you do that that scene where Spider Man is under the rubble looking at his own reflection and like crying. Mm-hmm. He just did such a good thought. They're like, oh, do we have to put that in this yeah. movie? Tom Holland, hell of an actor. You yeah. real, you yeah, are thinking, really yeah, good, good at looking vulnerable. Yeah, he's good. And then whole setup in the beginning too, where Tony uh, wants to, wanted to settle down with Pepper. Obviously sees uh, Peter as his son figure. Oh, you should have named the son Peter. That <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's too on the nose. Yeah, when he first got on the uh, the, the ship and like uh, Pepper's breaking off the phone, uh, mm-hmm. that, that was really good. Yeah, you saw it in his eyes. He's like, oh no, what what did she say? What was her last sentence? Yeah, because like that could be it. Mm-hmm. He knows that this that could be the last thing I hear from her. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I could be dead. But don't worry. Right. There's an Avengers four. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. It's a standalone movie. Oh my no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I like how they, the whole misdirection approach they were trying when they oh, were uh, focusing on okay, uh, okay. Black Panther's right. right hand. And on that point, another reason why the deaths didn't hit hard for me mm-hmm. is the characters they chose to kill, like Black Panther and Peter Parker. That alone immediately tells me, oh, the, these deaths mean oh, nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. These deaths are irrelevant because they're just going to bring them back. If they killed, like, say, Thor or Iron Man or Captain America... 
I would have walked away like, oh, are they going to come back? I have no idea. No, yeah. But I th- so like the more that, I think about so, it, though, so my, my problem is the, the, the characters they chose. It erased any doubt of this these deaths meaning anything. Yeah, for me, and that's my problem with it. No, you're right. But for me, I keep thinking about it. It's like the more I think about it, it looks like a beautiful setup for the next film. That one's going to be the big one. Mm-hmm. And all this misdirection was part of this film, Infinity War. This they well they better execute on the second one on Avengers Four because. That's when true deaths, the real deaths, are going to happen. I'm not okay with the idea of making this a setup movie for the next one, because that takes credit away from this movie. And if that's a decision they chose, I think obviously I'm going to hold that as a criticism. Then, okay. I feel like if you're going to divide a movie up into two parts, you better make both parts wor- worthwhile. I know we're going to find out. Well, no, I'm saying you, you should know right oh, now in, whether every or not this movie. movie. Okay. Yeah, I'm saying right now. Do you think this movie was worthwhile on its own? Yeah. Okay, and then that's fine. But I guess we're just being... No, but I'm talking on the level that you're saying, oh, I'm okay with them making this a setup for the next one. I believe uh, it is both a good movie and a setup. For yeah. me, it's like if you're going to straight up actually kill people, I would divide up the actual death counts between the two movies. There's like not a second in my mind that I that I buy that uh, Black Panther and Spider-Man are dead. So that takes away from this movie. Yeah, because as a person, you know, oh yeah, they made a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. They gotta make a sequel. Blah 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 blah. Right. Yeah, so that sure, that that sure. detracts from the movie. And that's why I'm. That's what I'm gonna hold against that. Per, like personally, that death scene. So like it, it takes away from the believability. So like I would have. Are they casted for the next Black Panther two, Spider Man two? There's no way they went through all the trouble finding the absolute perfect actor for these movies. Ah, we'll just find somebody else. No, no, you're right. You're right. There's, there's no chance. That's and true. I feel the same way. It's just I'm not, and that not takes that, it away. Not at that extent where I'm just like, there's a, there's a negative. I was like, well, I, yeah, because uh, when I saw those deaths too, I was like, yeah, I know they're not actually dead. It's like it detracted from how powerful the moment could have been. Yeah, for me though, it wasn't actually about the deaths themselves, but about the uncertainty of who was going to die because mm-hmm. the whole time I'm hoping all right I know they're they're killing to kill some people here oh you're hoping to please kill please don't kill this character and this character so I go through that whole sequence uh-huh. on my edge of my seats thinking okay, okay please don't die please don't die. all right Whew, we're good so let's find out who's going to die so that's the whole sequence of who's going to die and, and then, we all knew he was going to snap like that was never in doubt oh actually well, with me I thought I didn't think he was going to get all the stones in this movie but I guess he he did <laughs> He got the stones really, really, yeah, really easily. Yeah. <laughs> like after all these movies, he got it all in one. Oh, I'm like, oh, <laughs> come on. Because <laughs> did he start out with one? He had one, right, in the beginning of the movie? Um, and then when they first introduced Thanos, he was the one that gave, gave Loki his scepter. So he definitely had that one. But then after the first Avengers movie, he, mm-hmm. he had zero. So like the, the, first, the first stone he had before he attacked Thor's ship... That was like a quick mention. Oh, he got this from like Xandar, I think. Or oh yeah, the Power like Stone. Yeah, he's like that. That was just like an off note. It was like on. It wasn't any part of any movie. It was just like, oh, he got this stuff. I think it was in Guardians. Huh? Was it? Yeah, that's why you ha- you saw Quills or the Guardians' reaction. Like, what Xandar? Like hmm. it's destroyed. Oh okay. I remember it happened in one of the Guardians films, one or two. Okay, but he started the movie. With, he, he started the movie the with one stone. stone. The Power Stone is the purple one because I remember the comet coming. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how awesome was that scene where he's fighting uh, Iron Man? He's like, he's like, he he's super bad. He just pulls a moon and drops oh, a yeah, moon on so, everyone. So pissy. Like, I'm done. With, I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> oh, that was good. I'm done playing. Here's the. <laughs> that was super. Woo! Are you kidding me? That's uh, that's overpowered. <laughs> not as overpowered as the Time Stone, yeah, yeah. but. Yeah, not as overpowered as the Time. What does the Space Stone do? <laughs> the blue one. Uh, I think the Space Stone is literally how he like. Oh. teleports oh that makes more sense now yeah 
Oh my gosh, that makes so much. That's how Loki brought everybody, all those uh, yeah. warriors to Earth in the first event. Okay, it's the teleporter, sense. yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. You happy? Thanks. <laughs> and in reality, yeah, you just adjust the reality and perspective, perception of others. That's yeah. Cool. Soul stone. The soul stone. <laughs> <that. laughs> Who knows? It's, it's the soul stone. Yeah, it's, it requires sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> you get nothing out of it. You just sacrifice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, his. I, I will give them this. His scene of killing Gamora, mm-hmm. that hit pretty hard. That was good, right? That was good. Yeah. Where she, she where she just looks at him. No. Like, Are you kidding you me? You don't feel for me. What are you? What are you uh, crying? Oh, oh. Like, oh no. No. Yeah, and Slow that's motion. why Josh Brolin's a good actor. Oh, how did you feel about going back to the Gamora scene, Gamora death scene? How'd you feel about a Red Skull making a cameo? Yeah, it's like, okay, you about all people. I didn't like it. I liked it. Because we give him a chance to redeem himself in a future film, hopefully. Okay, from from Hugo Weaving's perspective. Oh, it's not Hugo anymore. I looked it up. It's not that Hugo. wasn't him. No. Oh, then what's the they redemption? They recasted it. They got someone else. Oh. Well, well uh, redemption for the character Red Skull. Okay, right? for me it was a um, my problem with it is I don't see how Red Skull's plotline in the first Avenger relates to what he's doing for the Soul Stone. I don't see the connection yeah. there. I just remember he, he held the test the blue one, the Space Stone. So that makes sense how he got teleported there. Mm-hmm. So for me it was like okay, this character that you're introducing that's prote- quote unquote protecting the Soul Stone. They could have thrown any other character in it and ha- yeah. it would have had the same credibility. There's no connection between what the character is doing or what the character's background is and what he's doing. Well, he, w- he was trying to harness the power of the Space Stone or whatever, which mm-hmm. Captain America won. Yeah, so it's like half the and villain. And in the, in the film, he just got shot up in the air. Right. That but, laser beam. But like half the villains in Marvel are, co- are trying to collect the stones. Why is this villain in particular connected to the Soul Stone? I'm not feeling it. It's gonna be. It's pretty tough with these type of films. Mm-hmm. It's hard to. Uh, suspend. You know, I, it was I hate I, the I, suspension I, of disbelief a, thing, but I mean. No, I, and I get that, yeah. but again, suspension of disbelief is not something you choose. No, no, yeah, but for some <laughs> things, there's an extent. But obviously, for you, it's really high. Like everything has to be precise and perfect. Oh, wow. I feel like you're attacking me, Ray. No, no, it <laughs> makes sense. That's that's person to person. It's not something that I do on purpose, and I don't feel like oh, suspension of disbelief is you. just. It's your tolerance for it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not levels. something you choose. It's like sometimes you can adjust it to a certain amount, just depending yeah. on how much you like the There's movie. There's a range, yeah. Uh-huh. And which is why I'm finding so many problems with this movie, but I still liked it. Yeah, that's why it's weird. I'm Now I'm thinking about why do you like this film? <laughs> I don't why know. I like these, some of these, actually all these films. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, like I don't. No, I'd say you like all of them, but some films, like, oh, why do you even like Iron Man? There's this movie had a bunch a, of holes there, right? This movie did enough enough of a good job tying together its actual good moments. It had a lot of good moments. And that's surprising, too, because all 50 characters in one movie mm-hmm. juggling this subplot and another, how pacing was good. But <laughs> again, you probably do have the best directors for any of the Marvel movies doing yeah. this one. Yeah. Except for John Favreau, you know, Iron Man 1. You can't beat that. That's good. Oh, but he, he had to juggle 50 million, like, <laughs> superstars. <laughs> he made Robert Downey Jr., all right? <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, they had practice with Civil War. Like, all right, let's see how we can juggle all these characters. And then the big stage with Infinity War, juggling mm-hmm. all these Avengers. Quick question for you. Mm-hmm. Between Civil War and this movie, which one do you pick? Still Infinity War, but then I, f- I still feel Civil War had better choreography. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's w- But that's why it's weird to me. Like, I'm still picking Infinity War over. You're picking Infinity War over Civil War? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. I don't know how to answer that. I don't know. The plot twist of it all, just even though I'm not in, all into the, ooh, surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. For some reason, Infinity War. Right. I really enjoyed Infinity War. And that was the weakness of Infinity War. They didn't. Yeah. And yet I still enjoyed it. They got to develop Thanos yeah. and Thor to a certain extent. What a waste of Thor 1 and 2, you know? <laughs> like he had the potential. He just needs someone to bring it out of him. Ah. Oh, oh, to mention the Thor thing. 
I know you love Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. But Infinity War invalidates everything Thor Ragnarok was trying to preach. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you already know what I'm going to say, right? They spent the whole of Thor Ragnarok making the whole point, oh, Asgard is not no, yeah. a place. It's a yeah. people. And then within the first five minutes of Infinity War, they kill the people anyway. So it sets the tone. It's like, now it's just like, no, I don't ha- I'm not having it. Boom. Right. But the problem is now it makes the entirety of Thor Ragnarok kind of a useless movie. <laughs> useless is the wrong point, but yeah. like it, it kind of like, okay, what was the point of it? That's how crazy it is. That's how <laughs> crazy and evil Thanos is. Mm-hmm. He just and, it set and the tone. The biggest thing is that you actually see Thanos' ship at the end of Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. So it was like, oh, okay, I guess everything we fought for for this entire movie, ah, it was pointless. We're gone. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> yeah, coming off of a big win. It was, <laughs> you know what it was? It, it made Infinity War a lot better, but it really hurt Thor Ragnarok in my eyes. <laughs> no, I don't think it hurt the film, though. It's just literally, that's how powerful Thanos is. No, I get that. Yeah, that's the whole that's an unfair connection, but yeah. like... I don't know. It was just like okay, like this movie just like it. Okay, so like all that time I spent Thor Ragnarok, it's it's gone. It's nope. It's gone. I don't think it's useless if you enjoy something. I don't think it's ever a waste. I think you're just trying to defend (coughs) Thor Ragnarok to me again. No, if you enjoy something, (laughs) it's never a waste. No, if you enjoy something, let it go. (laughs) Wait, let it go. Is it let us know or let it go? What? Never mind. Frozen. There it is. That was a bad joke. No, I'm serious. I don't. I always confuse the lines. No, you're. Oh my god. I'm serious. The Esla, or Tesla, Esla, whatever, snowman guy. Esla. I'm cutting you out. No. (laughs) But all in all, okay, let's let's just round it about now with Infinity War. Is it in your top five of uh, Disney, Marvel, MCU? No. No. Okay. Not not close. Oh, not close. It sounds like you you thought it was good. Yeah. For me, it was on, like... Because I know you you don't really like them altogether. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, it's, it's but I very, thought it, I'd crack near the top five at least. Oh, really? No, for you, like it's a it's an impersonal story, and my favorite from Marvel movies are always the personal stories. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, yeah, I think on all of the uh, all of my top five Marvel movies that we listed, it was all like personal, char- like it was a focus on the character. It's probably the first iteration of that movie too, because obviously that's where you have the big developments. Well, Civil War was number two. Sorry, yeah. not Civil what? War. Winter Soldier. Okay. Winter Soldier was a second movie. No, that's true. But then that's the first time Rooster Brothers came in, so it's uh-huh. a different story. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I, I wouldn't say it's close to my top five. Okay. But you seem like you like it a lot more. For me, it's, it's not my top five, though, yeah. No, it, yeah, I'm not saying it is, but for me, it's like I would probably put it on par with the first Avengers movie, maybe a little better, maybe a little worse, depending on like what we're focusing on. But that's kind of where I draw the line for that's this true. movie. Yeah, overall, though, I still put it. Yeah, overall, at the end of the day, I put it above Avengers 1. Okay, so where where are you sandwiching these two movies? Try to get it as close as possible. In terms of Infinity of like War? And Infinity War is between what two movies? Oh, okay. And try to get it as close as possible, you know. So Obviously, it. you can't be like Iron Man 2 and Captain America Winter Soldier. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's helpful. a huge range. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's a huge movie. Iron Man 1, Winter Soldier, Guardians, Ragnarok, Spider-Man. What else is that? There? I guess there's Civil War. Whoa, you're putting Ragnarok over Spider-Man? <laughs> so, <laughs> Civil War. Is there anything else that I... I can't... There's too many movies now. I can't even think of them. Uh, I guess I would put it in wait, number, so you're number putting, seven spot, maybe. You're putting, it, War. you're putting it below in Civil War. Yeah, below Civil War. I still... I keep. Thinking, yep, better than, Civil War's better. I'm going to pick Civil War. So you're saying between Civil War and Avengers 1? Yes. That's where you draw the line. Is that a good enough range? Me. Yeah, that's fair. Better than Avengers 1. 
but not as good as Civil War. I think that's where I put it. But in terms of really range. close to Civil War. Is it closer no, to closer Civil to War? Avengers? Oh, it's closer to Avengers. Closer to Avengers one. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I don't know, man. Like I swear, my my uh, opinions of Civil War shift week to week. It changes because <laughs> I have to watch. Cause I don't even, honestly, I don't even remember much now. Besides the whole, there's Someday. an airport scene and then the Black Panther chase scene. That's all I remember. Yeah, some days I'm like, oh, Civil War is awesome. The other days I'm like, ah, oh, it wasn't that good. <laughs> it wasn't good. No, it was just like, I just flip flop back for a Don't get caught up with the internal hype where you don't want to put it down or diminish it. No, I'm not like too. you, man. I don't let my perception affect. No, no, I think that's... No, you're the one that just was like, a lot oh. of people, Just because a lot of people like it doesn't mean you have to hate it kind of thing. No, you you're, you're, you're Mr. Oh, Black Panther wasn't as good as I was hoped, so it's a bad movie. <laughs> no, I just... The whole end. No, no, we, we already covered that. I'm, <laughs> I'm being unfair to you. <laughs> That's funny though. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's your range then for uh, Infinity War? Uh, I would say it's pretty close to Avengers. Okay, yeah. I don't know what is right below. Yeah, because I can't I can't think. There's so many damn movies. Okay, so after my <laughs> top five, um, yeah, that's why I was listening because I was just trying to recall the movies. Oh God, I I don't I don't know. Right, it's tough. I don't the pro- I don't like a lot of Marvel movies. Oh, it's better than Guardians two. Did you like Guardians two? I don't think Guardians two is as bad as everyone says. It's because I keep comparing Guardians 1 and I really See, like it. You're doing it. the exact same thing you're telling me not to do. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Guardians 2, I would say, again, if we're playing our game good or bad, I would play, say Guardians 2 is good. No, yeah, it's good. It's just not as good as the first one. Yeah. But I don't think it's that far from the first one as you do. Oh, no, I do. I mean, except for the end. The end sucked. When they got there super go. CGI. Uh, I, I couldn't even tell you what happened at the end of Guardians 1 except for the dance. No, it's just this whole war, spaceship battle, and then the dance. Oh, oh, I am Groot, though. Oh, no, Guardians 1 is way better. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> See, it's hard because you have to remember all these. There's so many things going on. Uh, hmm. Now that I think about it, I don't even know if I hold Guardians 2 worse than Avengers. Yeah, that's the thing. I think I... It's put, right along I, that line. I think I put Avengers 1 above Guardians 2. Okay, so what I'm going to say is Avengers, Infinity War, and Guardians 2 are like like along the same lines for me. But those three movies, I don't know where they land relative to anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how helpful yeah. being. I mean, there's, yeah, because there's Thor 1, Thor 2. Oh, well, oh, you, like, you like the Hulk movie. I did. But so where do you put... That's why it's tough. Where do you put those? There's too many things. To <laughs> I do get why people don't like the first Hulk movie. Because it's definitely... It doesn't belong to the MCU. Yeah, because when they were filming that thing, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. they didn't establish, all right, this is the direction and tone we're going for like, these films. Because the main colonel that's like leading S.H.I.E.L.D. now... Mm he was straight up like marketed as like the worst guy ever in this movie in, in the Hulk movie. <laughs> yeah. And now he's now he's just like, a, Oh, he's like, he's a, he's a suit. He's a stiff, but you know, he's got his like mind in the right place, but I don't know. So I, I don't want to put Hulk in that category. Cause it's just too inconsistent with the universe. Yeah. But it's not your fault. It's their fault. Right. But <laughs> that's why I'm saying I'm not going to ever include it in any ranking among uh, the MCU movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Incredible Hulk number one. All right. There we go. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, mm. I mean, you want to just list all the movies for me and I'll tell you it's worse and better than Infinity War. No, I'm just kidding. It's too many. It's <laughs> like 20 altogether. Uh, Iron Man 2, worse than Infinity War. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, that's obvious. Uh, <laughs> right about equal with Avengers 1 is probably okay, about yeah. as good as I'm going to be able to get it. That's good. So we're pretty in agreement with, yeah. But you think I'm just too nitpicky? No, that's normal. It's just too soft. Oh, it's normal for me, no, right? No, it's normal. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're soft. No, you're no, soft. Those... Don't, don't, don't criticize the movie so much. You're being so hard on it. <laughs> 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 it's okay, Ray. You don't have to be the mom of this podcast. <laughs> no, I'm not. Ah. Is there anything else that we have to run through the Infinity War? 
I think that was. I think we hit the points. Unless you have anything else to add. I think. Uh, yeah, action was good. But again, yeah, they had to jump a lot, so it, it wasn't the best sequence of actions in terms of the choreography. Because again, I keep thinking about the other movies like mm-hmm. Civil War. And Just nobody got enough screen time. Like you said, again, Except serviceable. For Thor. Serviceable. <laughs> Except, Except for, for Thor. Thor, that one was. Woo! That screen time was sick. Oh. <laughs> oh, and Iron Man. Yeah, like, again, the cool mm-hmm. combos, Iron Man combos at, at, on Titan. Yeah, Green Lantern. The Green, was, there we go, yeah. the Green Lantern Iron Man. That's, that's what Green Lantern should have looked like. <laughs> it did not feel very Iron Man to me, yeah. but it's part we're of at, Iron Man's lore to have We're at that point now. Iron Man is actually more ridiculous, so I just got to have to let that one go, but it did look sick. Oh, I remember now. Mm-hmm. When I was watching the movie and Spider-Man got his suit, and the spider legs came out. Oh, the Iron Spider? Yeah, the Iron Spider-Man with his, like, four extra... Pe- Doc Ock. Yeah, because they already the Doctor te- Ock they teased thing. it at the end of Homecoming. No, they teased the suit. Yeah, the suit, but you don't... You but don't we see. didn't see the spider legs coming yeah, out. Everyone was, so, how did you feel about it? No, I liked it. Oh, okay. No, I liked it. I just didn't like the, the suit itself, the design of the suit. You didn't like the metallic look? But I look. like... I'm fine with the Iron Spider legs. You didn't like the metallic look of it because Spider-Man's a, more of a jumpsuit kind of guy. Yeah. His, sick, his first suit is... His Homecoming suit is sick. Yeah. And then... <laughs> happens <laughs> I, i'm really glad to hear that because like when i saw I like the, the legs when i saw the spider cool. legs i'm like oh this is sick but this is just like the exact type of thing that ray would just like oh complain about it ruined. no i liked it this is the type of thing i imagine you like ruining the whole whole movie for you no that would no, that's not me <laughs> oh yeah it was great because like the moment where he's like trying to catch everyone and the spider legs curl up into like a ball yeah so to hold them while to, he has his free hands so to like, swing at like a gimbal spider-man is the mvp he always steals the. He steals the. He show. steals the scene. He stole the ending. Yeah, he just steals every scene he's in. He steals it. That's it. Uh, biggest criticism: it wasn't Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Iron Man. We need it wasn't more Ragnarok. Black Panther. Oh, what? It wasn't Winter Soldier. No. It wasn't Guardians One. I would put this above uh, Thor Ragnarok. Oh god. I'm, I'm kidding. Oh. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right, I could breathe. Yeah, I think that's a wrap on the movie. Overall, pretty positive had clear direction and it hit everything that it wanted it to be mm-hmm. so it felt like it was a good job and knew its place as a movie yeah i think that's the case for a lot of these mcu movies there is clear direction and where they want to go whether you like it or not it's a different uh, story but yeah all right that's a wrap boom <laughs> <laughs> please uh follow us at pt nerds and uh please catch us on the next one and if you can leave a review thank you peace <laughs>